You're listening to the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast, episode number 136. And ladies, I have a question for you. Have you ever felt like you are doing all the right things to lose weight and or maybe try to gain muscle or up your fitness level and you felt like you hit a brick wall and you don't know why because you're doing everything that you thought you were doing correctly and it's still not coming off or you're still not reaching those goals? Yes, I hear you. And I've had those same frustrations. That's why today we are talking about some things that could be affecting your journey on your weight loss and also your journey to your fitness goals. And that happens to be your hormones because we as women are so hormonally driven, it's not even funny. But a lot of times we don't think about our hormones with respect to weight loss or to muscle building or fitness levels. We just for whatever reason, don't. We just put it out of our minds and we think that it has everything to do with, oh, are we exercising enough? Are we eating the proper foods? And you know, and we're doing all that right, so why isn't the weight coming off? Well, I'm here to tell you that your hormones have a lot to do with it. So sit back and join me today as we dive into this episode and we learn about four hormones that can be affecting your weight loss journey and or your fitness journey. And then we dive into several things that you can do to turn that around and get yourself back in the weight loss game and or get back on your fitness and your muscle building regime. So come on, let's dive in. Hey there, and welcome to the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Broad, Millennial Women's Health Guide and Certified Women's Health Nurse Practitioner. I invite you to join me and hundreds of other women who are curious about their health, want to be their number one self-care advocate, and want to build a health portfolio that is robust enough to carry them through every facet of their lives. The Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast is the only resource you need to start, grow, or level up your health to the fullest potential. Discover why women all over the globe call the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast their go-to women's wellness hub, where we talk about women's wellness, we talk about business, life, and everything in between, all the things that pertain to us women being healthy. We are more than just a podcast. We are a community. All right, ladies, and welcome back to another episode. So today, I wanted to take on the topic of weight loss and what could be affecting you in your weight loss endeavors? Because I get questioned all the time since the population that I serve is women and I talk to mostly women most of the days that I practice and even on our platforms everywhere. So I get a lot of questions, you know, what are things that could be affecting my weight loss because I am doing everything that I could possibly do and it's not working. I've done intermittent fasting. I've tried keto. I've done this. I'm exercising. I'm doing this. And the scale is still staying the same. All right. So in a couple episodes past, we also had another community member who asked us about, you know, what happens, what are things that you can do when you, you know, your workouts or you plateau. So there's a difference between, you know, well, I guess there's really not a difference, but there's different things that can affect you effectively losing weight or even just moving forward in your fitness goals. Okay. And one of those things that is a huge, huge factor. Okay. And we must consider because we are women and that is our hormones. Ladies, you have to understand that you are so hormonally driven, okay, 
And you're not only just driven by one hormone, you're driven by three hormones. Now, while men have these same hormones, they do not, they're not necessarily driven by all three. They are driven by one, and that is by testosterone. Women are driven by more than one hormone. Now, hormones can get off balance for so many reasons, okay? Lots of reasons. What you eat, what you don't eat, how you sleep, you know, what you think about, everything. So here's the thing I want you to understand, okay? You may be like everybody else, and even sometimes even myself, and we're doing everything right in order to get to the goals that we want to do, whether it's weight loss or it's fitness or it's bulking up on, you know, muscle or whatever that is, right? You're probably following the rules, you know, and you're hoping that just like me, that in due time, everything that you're doing is going to get you to that end goal. Again, whether it's weight loss or for me, you know, it's putting on muscle and it's fitness building, all right? However, no matter what you do, sometimes that stubborn fat just won't leave your body, okay? And it happens even to me, especially in certain areas. It happens to everybody. And despite all your efforts, you do try to remain positive and you continue to fight what you think appears to be a losing battle, okay? And I've been there. Trust me, ladies, I have been there, right? That's kind of like what I did before I hired a trainer. For one whole year prior to that, I was working out. I was exercising like a fiend. I was eating right because I'm healthy and doing all this kind of stuff. And I just wasn't getting anywhere. And it wasn't so much for me about losing weight because yes, losing weight is a great thing, but I think of it more for myself, that is. And I hope that you'll come to think of it that same way too that it's for overall fitness and for health. But I really wanted to build muscle. I wanted to build my leg muscles. I wanted to build my arm muscles. I wanted to have a bicep. I wanted to do all this stuff. And despite all the stuff I was doing, nothing was working. And I was so frustrated beyond frustrated. So I can understand when women come and tell me this, I can understand exactly how you feel. Okay. I can feel your pain. I can empathize with you, not just sympathize with you, but I can empathize with you. And then I hired a trainer and I thought, okay, if I hire a trainer and I learn how to do the exercises right, and he kind of helps me do all this other kind of stuff, I will build and I'll see that muscle and everything. And yes, I did see a change in my body, but still I didn't see a huge change like I wanted to. And part of it is because my hormones are kind of in a funky state as well. And I have to look at that as well. And I've been questioning that and looking at it and doing some research for myself. So I thought, okay, I get asked this question all the time. Let's come on here and talk about that too. All right. Because almost anyone, ladies, who has had a problem with weight loss or putting bulking up if they wanted to is possibly battling with a hormonal imbalance. Okay. And bringing your hormones back into balance is a great start to helping you reach your goals, whether those goals are to lose weight or those goals are to bulk up or to get firm or do whatever. Okay. So I want to talk to you first here. We're going to talk about the first, we're going to talk about four hormones that may be out of balance. And then after we talk about those four hormones that they, and how they may be out of balance, then we're going to go into, and I'm going to give you some steps to balance your hormones, to help you with your weight loss endeavors and, or with your bulking up or your fitness or whatever you're trying to do. Okay. 
I'm not going to get into a lot of science here today. So if you would like to learn a little bit more about these hormones, if you'd like to, you know, see about, you know, getting your hormones tested or seeing if you're out of balance or if you are out of balance, how you can get back in balance, depending on how old you are, whatever I do personal one-on-one hormone consultations. And you can always hit me up on my website, or you can email me at michelle at wellwomannetwork.com. If you have questions, um, or if you want to set up a time to do a hormone consultation at as well. Okay. So like I said, there are four hormones that make losing weight or gaining muscle or getting fitter, a real struggle, especially, especially for women. Okay. So if you're driving, you can just listen. And then if you want to later on, go back and listen to it again and write these down. Here's, here's the four. Number one, cortisol. Number two, estrogen. Number three, insulin. And number four, leptin. Okay. So the first one is cortisol. Levels of cortisol, and you've heard me talk about this before because this is the stress hormone, they, it rises during stressful and tension-filled situations. So every time, ladies, that you're stressed, your body produces more cortisol. And you know that we've talked about this before, that stress in short amounts is good. We need that. And our body can adapt to stress going up and stress going down. But it's the stress of everyday life that's constantly there that some of us have due to finances, relationships, work, or whatever it is that keeps that cortisol buzzing every day. That's when it becomes a problem. Okay. An overload of cortisol results in more stored fat, especially belly fat. So, you know, I get all the women who tell me, oh, I've got this belly. I just can't lose it, you know, and it doesn't matter what age you are. A lot of times, even after you're pregnant and stuff, it's hard to get that stomach flat again. High cortisol levels make you feel depressed. You can experience sugar cravings and they can lead to food addictions. So those are all some of the things that cortisol and how it can play havoc. Okay. It's a vicious cycle for sure. So the more stressed you are, the higher your cortisol levels will become. Abnormally high levels, you know, can even turn into a form of adrenal gland disease. So we're not going to get into that particular disease because I'm trying to keep this really on the low key so that you can understand in simplistic terms how these hormones affect you. Okay. The next one is estrogen and estrogen is a female, is a female hormone, although it's also present in male, but at a lower level compared to women, both men and women can be subject to estrogen dominance and too much estrogen can create an imbalance. Okay. So there's no set limit as to how much is too much. It's relative to your other sex hormones. However, having too much estrogen makes you gain more weight because it can inhibit or block the thyroid hormone, which stimulates different metabolic processes in your body. If this happens, you may experience a slower metabolic rate. Now you've heard me talk on other, on other podcast episodes about how our whole body is intertwined, how if one thing is off, another part of our body is going to go try to make it up. Here is a very good example of how your thyroid loves to come to the rescue and help out other things, but how another hormone like estrogen being higher. Okay. And when I'm talking about estrogen dominance, let me explain that a little bit too. Estrogen dominance isn't like that your body is making way more estrogen than any of the other hormones that you have. It's just that it is out of proportion to the other hormones that you have. So at different times in your life, your progesterone may go down. If you go back and I I did an episode way back, I don't know, it's been a while on PMS versus PMDD. We talked about in PMS, it is more or less when you have 
lower progesterone and higher estrogen. And estrogen and progesterone love to be together. They balance each other out. And when one is low, especially progesterone, estrogen will act out on its own. And that's where the term estrogen dominance really comes from. Okay. So you have to look at what's going on in your body. All right. So if this happens, you, like I said, it can affect your thyroid and your thyroid controls your metabolic activity in your cells. So controls your metabolic rate. Estrogen dominance results in more fat deposits. It makes you retain excess water and it can cause you to have bloating. It therefore becomes more difficult to lose weight because it stimulates fat and water retention. Okay. So even ladies, you know, if you've managed to lose weight, you may gain it again quickly. If you don't keep your estrogen hormone levels in balance or what is considered to be in a normal range. And I'm not talking about in a normal range too. I'm talking about balanced. So it needs to be balanced in proportion to your progesterone. And there's different tests that you can take to find out if your progesterone is low or high. And a lot of times it's not necessarily even a test because I try to tell women when I'm coaching them or I'm doing hormone consultations, tests are just numbers on a page. You know, you are the captain of the ship. So a lot of times it goes by how you're feeling and how you feel throughout the month can tell a lot about how your hormones are, if they're balanced or if they're not. All right. So number three is insulin. This is the hormone that regulates blood sugar or glucose in your body. And it's called insulin. Your pancreas produces insulin to help in the metabolism of glucose. It allows glucose to enter your cells to provide energy for your body. It is also a fat storing hormone. So when your body ladies develops insulin resistance, your muscle cells are less able to absorb glucose. So that means the glucose remains in your bloodstream and your liver ultimately converts the unused glucose into body fat. This is what leads to prediabetes. And this is a condition where your sugar is persistently higher than normal, but not as high as someone who's suffering from diabetes. So I can't tell you lately how many patients and women even younger women that I have been seeing lately that are entering the pre-diabetes phase. And we measure pre-diabetes through measuring your hemoglobin A1C levels. And a lot of them are just like, you know, a little teeny bit higher than, than the normal range, but it's indicating at that point in time that your body is becoming insulin resistant. And unless you turn it around, you are going to be heading or they're going to be heading to being diabetic down the road. And there are things that you can do. All right. So the last hormone that I want to talk to you about is leptin. Leptin is a hormone that is produced by your body's fat cells. It targets an area in the brain called the hypothalamus, and it sends a signal to let you know that you are full and that it's time to stop eating. The problem with most of the modern diets consumed today is that we are overloaded with foods that are so full of simple carbohydrates and especially sugar. Too much of these types of foods, ladies, and your body will convert them to body fat, which can lead to an excess of leptin being released. When leptin levels are persistently high, the brain starts to ignore the hormonal message. This in turn makes you become leptin resistant, which means your brain cannot detect the leptin signals and you never feel full. You may even feel hungry or think about being hungry even after you've eaten a huge meal. One reason why you keep eating the wrong kinds of foods is because you develop cravings for these high carb sugar laden foods. Okay. And in the process, you gain more weight and losing weight becomes your losing battle. Okay. No pun intended. 
So knowing your hormones and how they work can help you to make small, simple changes in your life. Get your hormones working how they should, and your journey to weight loss will, you know, it will not be as much of a battle as it was before. So think about it, ladies, you know, track your cycles. If you're still cycling, even if you're menopausal, you still do make hormones. So look at how you feel throughout the month. You know, where are you in the month? You know, do you crave foods at different times of the month? Do you feel more headaches or more bloating or weight gain at different times of the month in relationship to your period? You know, start paying attention to some of these nuances and you'll see areas or days or even clumps of time out of your month where your hormones may be off and there's some things that you can do about that. Okay. So next we're going to get into steps to balance your hormones to help you in your weight loss or fitness journey efforts. All right. So we just discussed that your hormones play a major role in your metabolism and fat burning. So bringing your cortisol, your estrogen, your insulin, and leptin into balance is a great start in your quest to losing weight and or onto your fitness journeys. So today I just wanted to take a few minutes now to dive into a few steps that you can take to do just that. Okay. So number one, I'm actually not going to number them. I'm just going to talk about them. Okay. That way, cause I get lost in the numbering thing when there's more than a few. The first one is release tension. Okay. Can I get an amen and a hallelujah to this? Okay. Yay. Yes. Amen, Michelle. Okay. Because ladies, we've talked about this so many times when you're stressed, your cortisol levels, your cortisol levels are increasing. During emotionally stressful situations, find someone that you can talk to and pour your feelings out. When you release your bottled up emotions, you also release this tension. De-stress whenever possible and learn how to relax and stay calm. Okay. It is so important to start adding in de-stressing techniques to your daily self-care plan. All right. Take time out, find time to meditate, or at least find some you time or me time where you can be alone and think calmly. When you take time to reflect on past events, you can analyze your actions and your decisions. You can either resolve or accept the issue or figure out how you can do something about it. Because when we sit there and we, we mull over the same thing and we mull over the same thing and we mull over the same thing and we think, Oh God, how are they going to respond? Or you might have a conflict with somebody, but you don't want to, you know, bring it up with them or you just don't you know, you don't like confrontation or whatever it is. You don't want to talk to your boss. You don't want to talk to people that you work with. You got a conflict with your husband or your significant other or your children. The best thing that you can do ladies is to take time out to think about the situation and calmly write down solutions and then go and talk to those people and get it off your chest. Because when you bottle things up, it just causes you to have more stress. All right. The next one is, I love this one because you know, I love green tea. Changing your drinking habits to one that includes green tea rather than coffee or alcoholic beverages. Green tea contains L-theanine, an amino acid which provides a calming effect, which helps fight anxiety and stress. And it leads to peacefulness. Because when you're drinking a cup of tea, whether it's iced tea, I like iced green tea, or you drink hot green tea when it's in the wintertime, it just automatically promotes a state of relaxation, a sense of Zen. And I just so love it. Okay. So this helps you fight anxiety and stress. 
It also has estrogen reduction properties contributed by its phyto, by its polyphenols that inhibit an enzyme responsible for producing estrogen. So it can help balance out that estrogen dominance effect if you happen to be one of those people, okay? And I happen to be, have been one of those people that had estrogen dominance. Next is I want you to eat more foods containing magnesium because magnesium-rich foods, ladies, help you regulate adrenaline and cortisol and it has a vital role in the production of the thyroid hormone. It calms your nervous system and it reduces stress. And you can find magnesium in green leafy vegetables, avocados, bananas, nuts, seeds, legumes, and raw cacao. Okay. It is great for helping your body out, reducing stress. Adequate magnesium intake helps you, your muscles to relax and it helps induce deep sleep. That's why a lot of times they'll tell you to take magnesium at night. Regular sleeping habits are needed to maintain a healthy leptin level and leptin sensitivity. Magnesium also helps lower blood sugar levels, thus controlling your insulin levels. So you see, okay, magnesium helps control insulin levels. It also helps with leptin sensitivity. It also helps balance estrogen. So when you eat one thing and you increase your magnesium, you are helping your body balance a lot of different hormones, not just one. Okay. The next thing is eat foods high in fiber. Foods with high fiber content reduce leptin production. They reduce estrogen concentration and they increase insulin sensitivity. They help you feel full, therefore also reducing your appetite as an added benefit. The leptin hormone is triggered and sends the stop eating signal to your brain as we talked about earlier. So increase more fiber into your diet. And if you don't eat a lot of vegetables or fruits that have fiber in it, go get some of those fiber drinks. Metamucil, it's clear. Some of them are clear. Some of them taste like orange and get it in your body. Next, keep hydrated. Drink plenty of water to keep hydrated. And this isn't just in summertime because dehydration, ladies, leads to poor, leads to stress. Proper hydration has calming and soothing effects. So drinking more water during times of intense stress helps you to lower stress. So take a glass of water with two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar first thing in the morning to help keep your hormones in balance. And we talked about this in other episodes as well. You can also have a glass of lemon water in the morning as well. If you don't like apple cider vinegar, you can add a little bit of stevia into it. You can also add in a little teeny bit, a teeny, teeny bit of agave or a very teeny, teeny bit of honey to make it not so bitter tasting, but this will help balance off your hormones and set them in the right direction in the morning. Okay. Relax. Try relaxation and massage. Learning relaxation techniques such as yoga can help you manage stress reactions. Massage therapy can loosen tight muscles and improve blood circulation, thus supplying plenty of oxygen to your body. And when you give more oxygen to your bodies, ladies, you're giving your body more energy and you have more vitality. All right. We've talked about this before. Also eat probiotic foods. Probiotic foods improve your gut's health and your gut is your second brain. Sources include yogurt, kefir, sauerkraut, kimchi, miso, kombucha, tempeh, pickles, and all of that other good stuff. Probiotics reduce stress levels and lessen anxiety, thus keeping your cortisol levels in a normal range and potentially in balance. Eliminate excessive sugar or artificial sweeteners and processed foods from your diet. If you don't want to eat yogurt, kefir, sauerkraut, or any of that other kind of food like that, then go get a good probiotic and take a probiotic every single day. Okay. Eat more lean protein and stick to a low carb, healthy fat eating program. 
Eating clean proteins provides your body with the amino acids needed to produce certain hormones such as insulin. However, grain or hormone-fed meats can cause an estrogen overload. So you want to go towards more grass, more grass-fed and more organic meats if you can afford it or just cut down on meat if you can't and eat leaner processed meat. So be careful of the meat that you're buying. Choose grass-fed or organic like I just said if you can. If not, then try to decrease your meat level, okay? Because when you decrease your meat level, you're also going to decrease extra estrogen coming into your body, okay? So eat a more plant-based, you know, type of diet. Well, we've talked about that before too. Now I want to talk about this. Avoid these foods. So these are the foods that you should avoid if you want to help your hormones. Avoid refined grains, hydrogenated oils, trans fats, and processed foods to help keep your insulin and your leptin hormones under control. Eat walnuts, chai seeds, flax seeds, and fatty fish for their anti-inflammatory properties and omega-3 fatty acids. They reduce cortisol and adrenaline and adrenaline levels and increase leptin sensitivity. So get yourself a good omega fat prod, a fatty product, okay? An omega oil pill, whatever, or eat more fatty fish. I love flaxseed. I love chai seeds. You know, I love walnuts because those are all healthy fats, okay? Next, we're going to talk about the other five things. You know my core five, okay? Get quality sleep because when you sleep, you're going to maintain your circadian rhythm. It does not only affect your sleep patterns, but also your metabolism, Changes in your circadian clock, ladies, can influence melatonin and cortisol. Keep a strict sleep schedule by going to bed and getting up at the same time each day. Take your meals regularly too to better avoid leptin resistance. Get enough exercise. These are the only two out of the five that I'm going to harp on today, okay? Because you want to reset your insulin levels to normal levels and increase leptin sensitivity. And how you do that is through regular physical activity, at least 30 minutes, five days a week. Regular moderate exercise also increases your dopamine levels. And that's your happy hormone, ladies. Also, while you're increasing your dopamine levels and you're also, you know, helping your to increase your leptin sensitivity and you're also resetting your insulin clock, you're also decreasing estrogen and your cortisol levels when you exercise. So here's the thing. I'm going to end on this note. The more you're stressed, the more cortisol is produced and often also leaving you with an excess of estrogen. This makes you crave your favorite foods, which quite probably includes sweets and processed foods, which in turn affect your insulin and your leptin hormone balances. Clean eating and maintaining your general well-being, ladies, can alleviate the harmful effects of hormonal imbalances and it can help you to lose weight. All right? So there you have it with the question, you know, can my hormones be affecting my weight loss or can my hormones be affecting my fitness level and my fitness activity? And the answer is hell yes. Okay. And it's important that you understand and that you learn about your body and your body signals because each and every one of us ladies is different. We hormonally are different. We make different amounts of hormones. We go through different things. There are women who get PMS after they get pregnant. You make quadruple amounts of progesterone when you're pregnant, not a lot of estrogen. You're, you go through those different mood changes when you're pregnant. You go through different mood changes and hormonal changes when you're in your thirties, when you're in your forties, when you're in your fifties. We are just hormonally emotional creatures. That's just the name of the game. That's how we were created. So it's important to try to understand these things. Hang on just one second. I'm going to take a sip because my, my throat's getting dry here. 
You know, it's important to start understanding your body and listen to how it talks to you because then you are going to be able to implement things to get yourself to a healthier state. And if weight loss is one of your issues and you want to lose some weight, then definitely start looking at how your hormones affect you. Okay. If you want to increase your fitness level, you want to gain muscle like I do, then I definitely have to look at my hormones as part of that process. And for me, I'm looking at testosterone, a little teeny bit of estrogen, and I add back in some progesterone because testosterone helps women build muscles. It helps women build bones. It helps with um, libido and all those kind of things. And you can even have a decreased testosterone level, even if you are younger. Okay. Hormonal imbalances, you know, is that's a misconception and myth that hormone imbalances only happen to women who are going through the menopause or they're perimenopausal. That is not true. You can have hormonal imbalances when you're younger and your periods are all irregular. You can have PCOS, you can have thyroid issues that cause your hormones, your periods and your hormones to be off. You can be pre-diabetic and that causes your hormones to be off because your insulin is off. So there are so many myriad of things that involve and affect your hormones that you need to look at and pay attention to. So if you're having a hard time in any of those areas, take a look at your hormones. And again, if you want to shoot me some questions, if you would love to have a consultation and see if your hormones are, are out of balance and you'd like to figure out how you might be able to get back on some bioidentical hormones or any of that kind of stuff like that, then shoot me an email over at michelle at wellwomannetwork.com. You can hit me up on the DMs over on Instagram at wellwomannetwork. We're on Clubhouse. We're going to be starting some regular rooms. You can come over to Well Woman Network 360. That's our private Facebook group. Or you can private message me on Facebook. I pretty much will answer questions or try to see if I can schedule an appointment with you anywhere that um, that I can because it's my mission to help you. And I really am trying to help women balance their hormones because right now we are living in such a pre-pandemic age and all the stress and everything that's happened over the last year and a half has really, really affected a lot of women in the hormonal department. And it has a lot to do with weight gain and has with women with um, insulin resistance. They are not being able to work out as much and they're not getting to the fitness levels that they want. So if that's you, please come over and hit me up and let's talk about how we can help there. All right, ladies, I want to thank you again so very much for joining us for another episode. I know that you can listen to a lot of other things. I love your support. So please leave us questions. You know, we love answering. It helps me out so much because I know what to come on here and talk about. Like today, I just love it when my when my topics are already done for me because you ask all these great questions. So please follow us on Clubhouse if you're on there. Please follow us over on Instagram. Please leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Please come on over and join us on Well Woman Network 360. As we rebrand our whole thing, you're going to start seeing things come out in the next couple months of how we're rebranding everything on all of our different channels. And I would really love your input because this community, our network, um, it's made up of well women and we listen to you and we want to know your thoughts. We want to know, you know, what can we provide to you that's not being provided out there? How would you like to be involved in a community or a network? What do you want to see? Um, how do you want to get information delivered to you? What kind of information do you want delivered to you? You know, right now, go on over to our website, wellwomannetwork.com. And on the side of any of the pages, you can join our VIP newsletter. We would love to hear your comments or just come on over anywhere and leave us your, your input. We love it. Okay. All right, ladies, as always, may God richly bless the rest of your week and talk to you soon and bye for now.